0: Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap with another episode of your Black Letter podcast. Today we're going to talk about biopiracy and bioprospecting. I went down the rabbit hole, saw a recent article about Basmati rice and a patent that was held originally by a US company that resulted in a long battle between that company and the country of India over Basmati rice, and I learned about biopiracy and I decided to dig a little bit more. So what is biopiracy? Well, let's start first with bioprospecting. So bioprospecting is kind of the good, happy side of biopiracy. It's the search for plants, animals, and microorganisms, looking for things that are useful for medicine, cosmetics, and more. And so I'm sure you've heard of things like turmeric, maybe the enola bean, the neem tree. Well, these are all bioprospected products that turned into biopiracy cases, which we'll talk about in a second. Biopiracy is the flip side of that. Biopiracy is when the biological resources are taken from a country or an indigenous population or whoever it is that might own these bioresources by a potentially foreign company often it seems it's been the united states and uh japan and they're used without permission from the country or without credit and in a couple of cases uh patents were granted on some of these biological products so To get an idea of what biopiracy is about, I'm going to surprise you, because I was surprised, by some of the kind of big, famous cases of biopiracy. So the first one I'll talk about is basmati rice. And I'm sure you've had basmati rice. A patent in the U.S. raised eyebrows and resulted in a long cultural battle. Ultimately, the patent was dropped, and uh, the basmati rice is now something that is culturally associated with India. So that was a a very well-known example. Turmeric. Another one, uh, known in India for its color and healing properties, a patent was granted for that in the U.S., and again, India stepped in in that case, and the patent was invalidated. Uh, the Neem Tree, again, also from India, and far from its native land in the U.S. and Japan, patents were granted, and then after a long fight, patents were revoked. Rosie Periwinkle from Madagascar, uh, what else, Enola Bean, which... Uh, is it virtually identical to a bean that has been cultivated in Mexico for centuries? So these are examples of biopiracy. So what is biopiracy? It's a violation of sovereign rights, unauthorized extraction on a nation's sovereign soil. It's misappropriation of traditional knowledge. So taking something like uh, medicine traditionally used by by local natives and then turning it into a patent and using it in modern medicine and selling it for valuable cash without sharing the benefits with The indigenous people. There are ethical implications, of course, there. Uh, So, what law protects people from biopiracy? So, there's actually something called the Convention on Biological Diversity. It was a treaty signed in 1992 that essentially mandates that any benefits arising from the use of genetic resources should be shared fairly and equitably with the country providing the resources. And that further goes into indigenous people as well. There was a case in South Africa involving people in the Kalahari Desert. So also prior informed consent. So before collecting biological materials, bioprospectors are supposed to obtain consent from the country or the local community where they're collecting them. That doesn't happen all the time. And of course, intellectual property rights. If I bioprospect a plant in Brazil and I discover a compound that can cure cancer, then who owns those patent rights? Is it the researcher from the country that went into Brazil and found the The plant and figured out that it can cure cancer, or where the plant was found, that country, who owns those rights. So these are the challenges, and the there's kind of a, a thin line between biopiracy and bioprospecting. Interesting subject. So where does that leave us? The boundary between these two things is pretty nuanced. Bioprospecting seeks to harness nature's bounty for the benefit of humanity, which can be done ethically by kind of following the rules on that Convention for Bioprospecting and respecting the rights. In a world that's rapidly globalizing, where people can travel, it's really important to strike a balance between celebrating traditional wisdom and fostering innovation. We don't want to chill innovation either. So uh, that's where we are in bioprospecting and biopiracy. I hope you enjoyed this short Monday morning minute and learned something new. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me.